Welcome to the Taboo Tango, where the weird is welcome. So if you are not familiar with this voice, we have our first special guest on the podcast today. Her name is Brie, first of all, and she is one of my friends from back home who recently kind of reemerged in my life. And she's kind of been on her own spiritual journey. And it's really wild how our paths have reconnected, but also they're so similar. Hello, everyone. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. By the way, Ronnie will not be on this episode today. She had prior commitments and she just wasn't able to make it. So Brie is taking the place of her today and let's get into it. Okay, so Brie, why don't you tell us a little bit about how we met and kind of maybe how our lives kind of reconnected? Yeah, so we met in college Mm -hmm. and... At Nichols State, Southern Louisiana, which is crazy because now we're both here in Tampa, Florida. So the odds that we're both here. Yeah. And we were both in the same sorority and like the same sorority family. Family? Yeah, (laughs) you were my niece. Yeah. And like we were always friends, but we were never like close by any means. No, yeah. Yeah, we always like had conversation, cross paths. Right. We lived next to each other at one point. Yeah. But yeah. And then we just kind of were doing our own things. And then, and also too, at that time in our lives, we both weren't really into spirituality at the time. We were completely yeah. different people. Yeah. And um, it's funny how, like, that just kind of happened. I feel like for me, I was definitely in autopilot mode yeah. during that time of my life. Um, I was kind of going through the motions, I doing what I thought I needed to be doing in that moment. And it wasn't till like, grad school where I had the time to, like, go within. And, like, that's when my first spiritual awakening kind of occurred. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about like your spiritual journey and kind of what's led you up to where you are today? Yeah, no. So I I totally agree. When we were in college, when we knew each other previously, I was definitely just going through the motions, just taking it day by day, not, I was not in tune. I was just going through the motions, did was not aligned. I didn't know what my purpose in life was. I was very disconnected from myself. Mm -hmm. And I was just doing whatever everybody else was doing, whatever I thought the world wanted me to do, not what I actually wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it wasn't until um, 2020, I moved to Tampa. And during that time, that's what kind of kickstarted my spiritual journey. I started to look within what did Brie want is really what I started to ask myself. What did Brie want? What were my interests? What were my passions? Because before I was just on this other path of doing what I thought was expected of me and not really what I was passionate about or what I wanted. And I was very disconnected from myself. Mm -hmm. And that's what started, you know, my spiritual journey. And then from there, I got into yoga. And my when I did my yoga teacher training and mindfulness teacher training, I really took a deep dive into spirituality because I had no idea it was so spiritual yoga. It was really yeah. just, I really was just taking the class to teach yoga classes because mm-hmm. I knew I enjoyed it and I knew it was something I wanted to do. And then it really was, I want to say a rabbit hole, but it was just an awakening from there. Unraveling. <laughs> an unraveling. Exactly. A taking your t-shirts off is what I, what I like mm-hmm. to call it. Unlearning all the things that I had previously learned before built my entire life around right to deconstruct completely but yeah I I went through that journey and still going through the journey honestly yeah it's it's never ending we never (laughs) come to a destination right it's like a Mm -hmm. constant becoming you know what I mean it's a cycle but we're cycling upwards it's a spiral exactly it's yep Mm -hmm. um and I think just the spiritual awakening in itself it's just like a call like, you feel called to do something, and you may not know what that is, but you just feel drawn to move, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, whatever is not serving you is going to kind of fall away in those moments, and mm-hmm. you'll see what no longer serves you. Mm-hmm. And um, I know we relate a lot kind of in our journeys on kind of how we ended up in Tampa, and, you know, it was mainly due to, like, relationships that we were in, and those mm-hmm. kind of fell apart, mm-hmm. and because of that, we kind of found our true selves because we had that time to kind of go within and, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, completely. I, because I did all of this work, I did all of this spiritual 
work. I went through my enlightenment, you know, I had went through the spiritual awakening and then I ended a six year relationship and I, you know, felt like I was back at square one. I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, I finally felt like I had structure. I had a vision. I had this path in front of me. Okay. This is what I want to do. I felt confident in that. And then my entire world was just Mm -hmm. flipped upside down, which I am so grateful for because that's exactly what needed to happen Mm -hmm. because from that experience, I was able to just go within Mm -hmm. and figure out who I am now after ending a a six-year relationship. Who am I without this person? Yeah. Um, Which really led me into rediscovering myself and then led me into the lovely shadow work that we'll, we'll, we'll touch on. And in our past few episodes, we've definitely talked about, you know, what the shadow self is and how it's kind of created over the years and kind of um, what's been passed down in your bloodline, but also like things that have happened to you and those things that have kind of shaped you into who you are. And what shadow work is, it's basically rediscovering of parts of yourself that you kind of exiled, whether it's because other people said some things to you or like you push those things down within yourself. And so what shadow work is, it's going within doing that soul searching to bring those aspects of yourself back to the wholeness to light yeah. honestly yeah because a lot of it's things that f- are from traumas or just past experiences mm-hmm. and we either suppress parts of ourselves or just completely ignore certain aspects of who we are and who are being who we were when we were a child because society or somebody or some experience told us it was wrong or we're not worthy mm-hmm. um so we felt like we needed to change in that type of way Mm -hmm. and for me shadow work was a lot of looking into my younger self Mm -hmm. doing a lot of inner child healing a lot of envisioning who I want to be now because Mm -hmm. I was very lost in that space because like I said like I, I had already started my spiritual journey I had already started an awakening which helped me so much because I was able to use those tools those insights that experience to then help with my shadow work Mm -hmm. because shadow work was not something I thought I was even going to get into I was like yeah I did my spiritual awakening I did my spiritual work I did all that and I did heal past relationship you know traumas and insecurities that I held within myself previously limiting beliefs I did heal a lot of those in my first spiritual awakening when I you know first started and I thought oh that's it no there's Mm -hmm. there's layers to it and yeah shadow work is just it's constantly revisiting the same lessons you thought you healed from but it's at a deeper level that time yep and so it's really just I mean, we'll constantly be triggered throughout our lifetime. So, like, the work is never done. Mm -hmm. And it's just what we hope to provide for you guys through – because we are going to go in-depth about um, different modalities and stuff that you can use within your shadow work. This is going to be a whole shadow work series. But you can use these tools if you do become – triggered or like reactive in certain situations because it'll help you create like a distance between the trigger itself and the reaction it's causing between you and so you're able to kind of observe it for what it is instead of letting it saturate your aura and kind of penetrate like your mind and things like that and if you let those things affect you your entire life then like you're just on autopilot and Mm -hmm. you're not aware that your reactions are maybe not things that your authentic self would be um portraying yeah I think when we live with this shadow self controlling us we're living in the ego and we're also living with the world as a reflection of ourselves Mm -hmm. rather than who we are, our true self, because the way we're acting, the way we're stepping out into the world isn't with our own intentions, isn't with our highest purpose, our highest good. Mm -hmm. It's more of what is everyone else expecting of me? What can I do to look good to the world? And the world is really just a reflection of everyone else's inner work and Mm -hmm. inner being. So I feel like it's so important to just do your own work in order for you to give to the collective and in order for you to show up for others yeah and I know you would agree but like 
I feel like the challenges that we've gone through, like have given us bits of wisdom that we can now hold that frequency for others to tap into that like frequency of resilience. So if they're going through similar things, then they can like look to us or just realize that they're not alone in those situations. Cause we've been down in the dumps before, like we've been through it. Mm -hmm. And if, if we can get through it, then I know other people can too. So I'm just trying to show up for others. Mm -hmm. And so just to give them like a sense of hope that like you can do it. Like, yeah, stuff may be bad right now. And you may think there's no way you can possibly move through that. But Mm -hmm. I mean, anything's possible. You just have to do that inner work. And that inner work is hard. It's not easy. And that Mm -hmm. can be really um, scary for some people Mm -hmm. to even like want to go there with themselves. But I mean, Mm -hmm. the work is important and it matters. Mm -hmm. Um, A big thing that came to me when I was going through my spiritual awakening was to learn and share this knowledge. And like you said, wisdom is the knowledge that we gain from experience. So we read something in a book or we listen to a podcast and then we implement that knowledge into our life and we then in turn create wisdom from putting that knowledge into our own experience. And then that wisdom is what we can then share to the world. And like you said, I especially, and I know you do too, like a big part of your purpose is wanting to help others Mm -hmm. and make them not feel alone, especially because in the age of like social media and the world we live in, it's so easy to think that you're alone in this and in what is wrong with me? Why do I have these thoughts? Why do I have these feelings? Everybody has it so together yes. when that's just not the truth. No, it's not the truth at all. And that's why I'm so like raw about what I share as well. Like I have no problem being vulnerable or, you know, sharing insights with people because I know it can help others. And I know what it's like. I know how I was before I did the work and I know how I am now after mm-hmm. starting and doing the work. Um, and I know how disconnected I was. And I know so many people that live in that space forever. Yeah. They live in that space forever. And that my it's mind blowing to me. Yeah. Because that's not a healthy way to live. You're living completely in your ego, not in your true self, and you won't find fulfillment in living that way. Yeah. Not at all. We're just here showing you our own experience and our own insight that we've gained, and hopefully that can help you in some way, shape, or form along your own path. Because like you said, we can only do our own work and show up as our best self, Mm -hmm. and hopefully others can see that and want to be better for themselves Mm -hmm. and do their own work because they see other people doing it and they see the impact that it can have on their life. Yeah. Because once you start doing that inner work, the universe supports that. It supports growth. It supports expansion. It supports courage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so like as a result of doing that inner work, I know me personally, my life has only gotten better. Yes, I've lost friends, but I've only gained better ones. And you're an example of that. Like, what are the odds that, I mean, we're just two girls from small town Louisiana who hadn't talked in years. Mm -hmm. And then we both just end up in Tampa. And we're both just like on our little spiritual journeys and Mm -hmm. like things that we're both interested in everything, like the same types of things, but like you're certified in yoga, which like, I'm very interested in yoga. I'm just not that well-versed in it. Mm -hmm. And like, I can read tarot a little bit, but (laughs) you know what I mean? And so like, it's a give and take relationship as opposed to like friendships back home where it was just like, give, 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 give. And it was, it was just draining. Like Mm -hmm. your energy just like replenishes mine, but Mm -hmm. it's not like I'm taking from you either. It's Mm -hmm. just like, yes, it's you're, uh, we're both giving to each other because like you said, it's when we have done our own work, we want to help others do their own work as well. And what I've learned is you can't make anyone do your work. And there's so many relationships where it's just a different dynamic, like with certain friends that I have now, you know, I'm teaching them, I'm being a guide for them. Whereas here in this space with you, like our friendship is very, like you said, give and take, like we're both giving for to each other. We're learning and sharing with each other. And I think I, we both, we learn and share from all types of relationships, Mm -hmm. but this one is, it's different. We're more on the same, same wavelength and we have the same values and what we want to contribute to each other. I feel like our soul's mission is very similar, but Mm -hmm. also I feel like you have 
a good bit of that foundational knowledge that I do too. So I'm yes. not having to like start from scratch with you. You can just mm-hmm. get it and we mm-hmm. can just like boom, boom, boom. You know yes, what I mean? We can feed off of each other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So in this episode, we'll be going into just like one of the aspects of shadow work, um, specifically like affirmations and how that is so powerful, including gratitude list and stuff like that. So we hope that you can learn from our experience and the insight and knowledge that we have gained hopefully you can learn something from us mm-hmm. and we hope you enjoy this episode let's get into it so me and brie have both been on our own separate journeys as far as spirituality and like going within and doing shadow work and i know that you can kind of give a new perspective on how you kind of experience that so how would you describe shadow work so I think shadow work is looking into the parts of yourself that you may not want to, the parts of yourself that you don't want to acknowledge, but also like going through your own experiences in life that were maybe not so great. It's going into those parts of yourself that kind of hurt or, you know, maybe make you cringe a little bit when you go into them. But I think before you can do shadow work, you have to have the self-awareness to be able to acknowledge those parts of yourself Mm -hmm. you know um because I feel like shadow work is like almost this two the second step of a spiritual journey um what would you say the first part is like your spiritual awakening Mm -hmm. like that first initial like awareness awareness like mm -hmm, creating that oh I am not alone in this situation I am a divine being and a human experience Mm -hmm. I say that all the time Mm -hmm. I feel like the first step is understanding that and knowing that you are always guided, you are, you have this path and, you know, you're always being pulled forward. You may kind of move left and right, but you're always being pulled forward to like your greatest and highest good. Mm-hmm. And as long as you believe that, then you will get there. Yeah. I do believe. Your thoughts create your reality, which, um, I mean, that alone kind of goes into shadow work, just like affirmations and all of that. So maybe we should start there because yeah. I think that's a good segue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, I mean, I started, I started doing affirmations when I first started my like spiritual journey. So what kind of another thing that kind of kicked off my spiritual journey was yoga. Mm -hmm. I did my yoga teacher training, which I thought, okay, great. I'm going to do a yoga teacher training. I'll learn how to teach yoga. But really it was, (laughs) I didn't even learn how to sequence a class until like the last two weeks of my teacher training, like the entire well, the majority of it was all spiritual development, spiritual journey, understanding that we are a divine being in this human experience, understanding the mindfulness, um, you know, getting into the chakras, energies, right. and all of that. And that's what kind of started my my journey. And through that, learned and started incorporating like um, journaling prompts and affirmations Mm -hmm. and affirmations are a game changer and yes Yes. you are cringe as heck when you do like at first but like you have to push past that threshold Mm -hmm. because that's resistance and like that resistance is normal it's literally our brain like resisting wanting to acknowledge that we are worthy because so much of our life is spent saying like you are not worthy in some way shape or form right you know um and I feel like it there is that initial cringe but you have to push past that threshold Mm -hmm. in order to get to the other side those affirmations like what you continuously tell yourself matters matters and you will believe whatever yeah. you're telling yourself and repetition you is key yes mm-hmm. and that kind of goes hand in hand with like neuroplasticity mm-hmm. so neuroplasticity is like your brain's ability to create new neural pathways within your brain mm-hmm. and the more you do a certain craft or skill the more that that pathway will kind of like crystallize mm-hmm. and the less you used old pathways. So like whether that's just like constantly being in like a negative loop of like limiting beliefs and thought patterns, the less you do that, Mm -hmm. then the more likely or just like that pathway will weaken and kind of like trail off eventually. So like if you keep with it, you're more likely to see results. And like affirmations for me is one is a big game changer that and like gratitude like if anybody asks me like what's the the first thing you can do that um like I can start utilizing today that I'll start seeing like an effect Mm -hmm. more rapidly I guess I would say daily affirmations Mm -hmm. and like gratitude lists 
because just rewiring that thought pattern Mm -hmm. is so powerful. I wrote a um, blog on neuroplasticity and affirmations, literally. Mm -hmm. Like that's what my blog post is about, all about understanding that like what repetition matters, whether it's good or bad. If you continuously tell yourself like, I am not a good sleeper, I don't sleep well, then guess what? You're not going to sleep well. But if you tell yourself like, I, my body loves rest, I sleep seamlessly throughout the night, like Mm -hmm. you will believe it. We are in complete control of our own like health and our own reality almost in a sense. We just have to choose to do that and actually believe that this is true. Like what we are saying is true. You have to have the intention behind it of, yes, I believe this. And your brain, like you said, will create new neural pathways that resonate with whatever you're saying. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people probably feel silly saying certain affirmations because it doesn't really resonate with who they are at that given moment. Mm -hmm. And so, but like the more you do it, the more you'll feel, it'll feel more natural Mm -hmm. to you. And then if, cause it takes 21 days to form a new habit. So just like a simple exercise, just try it for 21 days. If it doesn't work, okay. But if it does, it's so powerful and you will see the effects of it in your waking life. Yeah. When I was first introduced to affirmations, I was in high school and I saw a therapist. I had like two sessions with this therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was like, I want you to stand in front of the mirror and like tell yourself like I am beautiful. And I was like, I tried it and I was like, no, this sucks. This Mm -hmm. is, I feel ridiculous doing this. Like, cause I didn't believe it either. Mm -hmm. But once you like start to repeat it, even if you don't believe it at first, eventually you will start to tune in. You will start to believe what you're saying is true Mm -hmm. because it will manifest into your life. Like, yeah. And I feel like manifest is this like woo-woo subject or concept, but like you have been manifesting your entire life. You just aren't consciously aware of it. Like right. You have subconsciously manifested things before and that's what affirmations do. They, with repetition, you will begin to believe whatever you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to feel cringe at first. Yeah. But like once you step into that power of starting to believe it, it is so enlightening, powerful, and has the ability to change life. Yeah. I mean, I can say personally, like one of my big affirmations that I've said repetitively over the past few years is like, I am surrounded by like-minded people who uplift me, who have similar core beliefs and things like that. And like, sure enough, Mm -hmm. the universe puts those types of people into my life. So it's just like reaffirming that it does work Mm -hmm. and just the powerfulness of it. I don't know, but I want to talk about exercise that I've done that I know that helps is like, if I ever find myself, if I say a limiting belief, like, let's say like, oh, um, I'm bad at math. I say that quite often, but I need to, we're working on it. Mm -hmm. If I, if I notice myself saying that, I immediately follow it up with a positive affirmation. I am good at math. Mm -hmm. I am the best math person ever. Or the, you know what I mean? I am progressively getting better with my math skills, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And Follow it up with an affirmation to rewire that negative thought pattern. Mm-hmm. And that's an easy way to kind of integrate affirmations into your um, mm-hmm. daily life. I feel like that's such a big part of the shadow work is being aware when you are saying those negative things. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I suck at math. Like so many people just say these subconscious beliefs and they don't understand the power that these thoughts and these words have on their life. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, if you continuously say that, then yes, that's how your life is going to be. I feel like that is such an important aspect of shadow work is even having the awareness to understand like, oh, I have always told myself, like, for instance, myself, like I always struggled with telling myself like, oh, you start things and don't finish them. You start things and don't Mm -hmm. finish them. And so like, I started to believe, have that limiting belief in my brain. And then I noticed it like transferring into things that I was passionate about. Mm -hmm. And I had to take a step back and say, no, I know how to start and finish things. Mm -hmm. I know how to carry things out. I know how to keep going when things get hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I think that's such a vital role of inner work of shadow work is just Mm -hmm. being aware of those thoughts and those feelings and being able to follow them up. Like you said, with an affirmation behind them, that is positive Mm -hmm. in that sense because it just takes that little shift it takes that Mm -hmm. little shift that little turn to really change things up in your brain exactly because I don't think people truly understand the significance of like what staying in a negative thought pattern that loop does to you because your subconscious brain doesn't know if what you're telling it is a joke or not so Mm -hmm. you may genuinely not believe what you're saying to be true but your brain does so it's 
integrating that belief within like your mm-hmm. core beliefs and that's going to start playing a role on your outward reality at some point yeah and that's also like another reason why music is so important like mm-hmm. music literally has the ability to like change your perspective just like we're saying what we take in externally our subconscious brain isn't aware if this is real or not mm-hmm. you know we're going to take that if you're listening to music that is saying that you're empowered and fulfilled and you're hearing that you are worthy and all of this and like that's what you're going to believe if you are listening to music that's like pulling you down that's- mm-hmm. no I mean you're right and I kind of touched on this in like previous episodes a, a little bit but yeah. like music itself can be its own like separate episode two oh, at some point we can yeah, definitely yeah. do a deep dive into that because the frequencies mm-hmm. at which um they're like pitched, pitched at mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah. that's mm-hmm. a whole that's a, a whole, whole thing yes um, I agree but back to the affirmations, I think it's important to kind of talk about just the brain waves mm-hmm. and how that kind of plays a role into the shadow work, like how to work with it and not against it. So throughout different points of the day, your brain is going in and out of different or just frequencies, really. And so just like when you're awake and alert, you're in the beta brainwave. And then when you're kind of a little more drowsy relax I'll say you're more in the alpha brainwave and then right before bed you slip into that theta Mm -hmm. brainwave and that that's that's what we're looking to tune into right now for the affirmations that's why you know saying affirmations right before you go to bed or gratitude list like listing off everything you're thankful for that information that you're feeding yourself is more likely to seep into your subconscious brain so it's easier to kind of rewrite those inner thought patterns at that point so right before you go to bed and right when you wake up is really important to kind of tap into that yeah and there's some great resources like I used to do on YouTube there's one of my favorite um people that do like meditations is uh Jason Stevenson Mm -hmm. um and it's free literally go on YouTube search like before bed affirmations right before you're going to bed you're receiving these affirmations being put into your brain and then like as you sleep also you can listen to it because your subconscious mind is still is still listening even when you're sleeping but that was something I definitely did when I was doing like my shadow work and going into my spiritual journey and everything trying to like work on myself is I would listen to affirmations right before bed and like you said right when you wake up like the first thing like I know everyone's talking about this lucky girl syndrome and mm-hmm. it's so true literally if you just wake up and say like okay, universe, show me how good today can be. Like, Mm -hmm. I am the luckiest girl in the world. Bring me all of the blessings. Like, Mm -hmm. everything that happens to me is happening for my greatest good in your life. Just by changing that perspective of, like, everything that happens to me is happening for my greatest good is Mm -hmm. such a pivotal point in life because you can take anything that's happening to you, whether it's, you know, bad, you can say, like, this is happening for my greatest good. And it's such a mind shift mindset shift rather than like oh this happened to me today oh my gosh this is the worst day ever like Mm -hmm. how am I gonna get through this like Like, milking it and letting that affect the rest of your day instead of mm -hmm. choosing happiness and choosing to you know turn your day around yeah just seeing it in a different light like okay this happened to me but how can I come from this like that is such a powerful resource Mm -hmm. in life honestly Mm -hmm. because like we're like we're saying that negative feedback loop is going to continue as long as it is being rewarded and as when you mm-hmm. do have those negative thoughts and when you feed into them it's you're you're rewarding it so mm-hmm. that's what it's just going to keep going mm-hmm. but when you break that pattern of this is happening for my greatest good yeah i just got a ticket but it's okay i'm abundant like the universe will bring me the money to pay for this ticket like mm-hmm. it this is happening for my greatest good then you you change your entire outlook of life. Mm -hmm. And the universe rewards that type of thought pattern. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. if you choose to see only abundance in any scenario, which I know it can be hard, like life's hard. We're not saying it's easy, but once you start utilizing these tools, Mm -hmm. it makes life so much easier Mm -hmm. to handle. Yes. It helps you like deal with what you're given and more like positive light. You're not, it's not getting you down. It's like, okay, I, I'm going to keep going. I'm mm-hmm. going to keep going. Things are going to happen in my, in my favor. And mm-hmm. as long as you're continue, continuing to move forward. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I feel like we've already said this, but like I have seen firsthand just how much my life has changed from just affirmations and gratitude lists alone. Mm-hmm. Like it is so powerful. Like mm-hmm. I've 
you know, I attracted the dream. I mean, the job of my dreams. I've attracted more like-minded people, the people I surround myself. Like, it's amazing. Like, it's a complete 180 shift. Oh, yeah. It's completely life-changing. Like, once you realize that this is in your favor, like you said, like, start journaling, start using affirmations, gratitude. Like, it is life-changing. And you know what? Like, life and it life is going to continue to pull you up and down. Mm -hmm. Like it's just part of the journey. And if you have those routines that, that those affirmations, that journaling practice, that gratitude practice, like you will be able to get, pull yourself out of any, Mm -hmm. any rut that you were in, because that's, you know, I'm living proof of that. That's exactly what I had to do. I was went through this journey. Like life was just like testing me one thing after another. And I was like, I felt myself being dragged space and I was aware of it. Cause some people, they get dragged into it and they're just, they're not aware. Mm-hmm. They're not aware. And they're just living in that they sulk in it. They and so they it. continue to just get more and more depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt myself falling into that. I felt myself in that space and I immediately go back to gratitude. Like gratitude is always, something that will pull me and I think anybody out of that rut like Mm -hmm. finding gratitude in whatever you have because the universe will reward it yeah when you are grateful for what you have the universe is going to continue to give to you because you're not you're not looking you're not wanting state of lack Mm -hmm. yes I mean you're not grasping for more you're okay I appreciate this space that I'm in I'm grateful for all I have around me um because chances are what you have like it's different than what you had previously maybe there's an old version of you who is so grateful to have what you have um or to be in the space that you are Mm -hmm. in and that's something that will pull you out of any rut and me personally like I always use it anytime I'm in a space of lack or Mm -hmm. not feeling myself or in a low space where life is just tough because life is going to get you down like it's made to test you the universe is constantly testing you with people experiences jobs and Mm -hmm. you have to know you have to trust the process just the journey and I think me and you can both kind of say from experience that like once you've done that inner work Mm -hmm. and like to have gone through what we've been through like I know personally how tough for me that was Mm -hmm. uh just so many different experiences and I know you can relate but like once you've overcome that you can do anything. Yes. Like I literally feel like unstoppable sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because if I can do that, that hard, really hard thing, I can overcome anything. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. One of my affirmations I have that like pops up in my phone is you are, you are an unstoppable force. You are an unstoppable force and you are a magnet for divine opportunity. Another speaking of that, because you brought up the phone, I do want to say there's this app called I am and it just sends you daily affirmations. Like I have it as a little widget on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly just receiving these new affirmations. So like it's just adding to what, like what I was mm-hmm. kind of already doing. But the more you say it, the more, I don't know. You manifest it exactly. within yourself internally and externally. And like there's, and I, I just want to say like, there's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. There's no right or wrong to affirmations, to journaling, to shadow work. Yeah. Like literally like tap into your body and see what affirmations feel like I don't want to say trigger but also like yeah what affirmations trigger you like which ones kind of make you feel a little uncomfortable then those are probably the ones you need to lean into the most Mm -hmm. like okay for instance my experience that I mentioned earlier when I first was introduced to affirmations in high school a therapist she said okay stand in the mirror and tell yourself you know I'm beautiful and I was in a state of like I had very bad body dysmorphia I had just gone through like my first real heartbreak um I was just very insecure I was in a very low space my anxiety was terrible and I remember like standing there and just feeling so undeniably uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because it didn't feel natural probably yeah it didn't feel natural to tell myself that because I was so used to telling myself like you're ugly you're not perfect you don't Mm -hmm. look a certain way um you're not enough in in some way shape or form so for me to do that was very uncomfortable but looking back that's exactly what I needed I needed that discomfort I needed what I was telling myself Mm -hmm. and like we've talked about like in last week's episode like you have to use those triggers because those are coming up for a reason it's Mm -hmm. trying to show you something within yourself that is unhealed that needs to be brought to the surface and like you said like lean more into that yes that's a hundred percent like another aspect of shadow work is understanding like what are 
what are other people saying that makes you feel triggered? What are other people saying or doing that like makes you feel upset? Ask yourself, why? Why am I feeling this way? Like that's, I, I always say that, like, why? Always ask why. Why am I feeling this way? Why do I want this? Like, just dive deep into it because like, that's where you will find those reasons. That's where you will find those like limiting beliefs, those traits of yourself mm-hmm. that you are continuously feeding into right personally I'll just share a little bit on like my own shadow work when I was going through shadow work I was noticing um I was very much like seeking externally for male validation Mm -hmm. and it took you know like going through a getting out of a long-term relationship and like being single again for the first time to under to realize like that's what I was doing Mm -hmm. Um, and again, like I had to have that awareness. And once I realized like, oh, like, cause I was like, why am I getting, why am I feeling uncomfortable about, you know, certain things? Like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling tense? Why am I acting this way? And then I kept asking myself, why, why, why? And I'm like, oh, it's because I'm looking for validation from someone else. I'm trying to get someone else to like me even though I didn't want to like even though I didn't even like them and I wanted them to give me essentially it broke down to I wanted them to give me love that I needed to first give myself you know and I had an abundance of self-love and like I knew what I was worthy of but I was still thought in order to be whole I had to receive it from someone else Mm -hmm. and I realized no I don't need to receive it from anyone else because honestly right now in my life nobody is going to give me what I need except for me. Exactly. Like, nobody's going to give me that validation, that worth, except for me. Mm-hmm. And like, you're only able to receive the amount of love in which you love yourself. So if you only love yourself or only think you are worthy of, you know, 50% of what you're actually worthy of, when somebody comes and gives you 50% of what you're worthy of, you're going to think it's hundred percent. Yeah. But it's only 50%. Yeah. So that's, what I, that's another part of like why I think self-love is so, mm-hmm. so important. And I think shadow work, um, kind of ignites a lot of self-love and I think us personally our journeys um, you know we did have that season of singleness and I know a lot of people don't have that opportunity to just be by themselves and real like we had nothing but time to go within because mm-hmm. like we were alone but we were also living um, out of state like we had nothing familiar yeah. from back home no external um factors weighing in on us because Mm -hmm. you don't realize how much the people you surround yourself with how much your environment affects you right and that's when I knew I was like okay I gotta get out of here Mm -hmm. because I was away and I saw the growth that I had when I was away from this from where I was from away from all of my friends and it was like a I was in solitude but like there's a difference between loneliness and solitude and so then when I came back home I got to a space where I was like oh this environment this experience is affecting me yeah Because I think also, once you do start doing that shadow work, Mm -hmm. a lot of people no longer really resonate with you, like, or things you once found interesting, and like your hobbies and stuff, you no longer are aligned with that. Mm -hmm. So you'll see like people past interests, like start like trickling off and stuff. So I mean, it kind of creates this like, dissonance between you and like your past life. And it's Mm -hmm. not to say that like that past life, or the people who are still, you know, find that to be interesting those who still resonate with that way of life are like in any way bad it's just that it's no longer serving your purpose anymore yep and I feel like we outgrow people places Mm -hmm. constantly people come into your life they cross paths and like they're there for a certain amount of time and when you are on this journey you are going to outgrow people and people that you never thought you would outgrow people that are like very close to you and you know you've always been friends with them and so you feel like guilty but it's okay to outgrow people and it's okay to outgrow spaces because I felt the same way when I was home I felt that guilt of feeling like I wanted to leave Mm -hmm. but I knew like I had this inner knowing I had this just gut feeling this intuition of knowing I have outgrown this space and I need to go Mm -hmm. and that's totally okay and I had to like let go of that and I had to mourn my past self right along with it like that was a big part of my shadow work was literally mourning who I used to be because at one point I was like very happy and I had great experiences in it, but I knew, okay, I'm not that girl anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's time for me to let go of who I was and who I thought I was going to be. Yeah. Because who I 
thought I was going to be or supposed to be at this point in my life was actually never who I was supposed to be. That's never how it was supposed to go. So I almost had to release that ideal and allow that death and rebirth Mm -hmm. to occur. Yeah. And like shadow works hard. Like there is that grieving process that comes along with it. Cause like I had to grieve my entire past life and like, it's, it's hard sometimes to look at everybody else who's like, you know, in different seasons of their life who are married, who have kids. And like, I'm just out here, you know, just working on myself, going within, figuring out who I am. And it's like, I sometimes look at other people. I'm like, do you know who you are? And maybe they do, Mm -hmm. but it's just, I don't know. I'm in a completely different season of my life at the moment Mm -hmm. from people back home and you know that's okay but I mean it has given me the opportunity to really like go within and figure out who I am where what do I want to do with my life now Mm -hmm. and like the beauty that's come of that like death and rebirth Mm -hmm. and like just just you being here right now I just know where we're headed and we're gonna do great things yes and it's beautiful and it's all part of our journey and our journey is not supposed to look like anyone else's like we all have our own path to follow and it's yeah it's hard like okay we're both from like fairly small towns southern Louisiana which Mm -hmm. like Louisiana in general they're like 20 years behind and everything like that's an experience in itself yeah that's a whole that's a whole nother episode (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah yeah we'll get there but um but like yeah I look at Facebook and okay like I'm 25, you're 27. Like we look at Facebook and it's nothing but like everyone's getting married, having kids. And that's what everyone back home is doing. And like, not a lot of people leave home. You know, there are definitely Mm -hmm. people that do, but they're all doing the same thing. And I, I want that eventually. I know I do, but like, I know that that's not, that's not for me right now. And this is my path and this is what I need to be doing. That's totally okay. We can't compare. We cannot fall into comparison. Mm -hmm. Comparison is the thief of joy. We've heard it a million times, Mm -hmm. but it's so true because as long as you're worried about what everyone else is doing, you're pulling that attention from yourself. Like we're all living in our own worlds, right? Nobody interprets life the way that you do, the way that I do, you know, nobody has had our own life, your own life experience. Mm -hmm. So nobody understands how you see things a certain way. You know, if you have a great experience with dogs, then like you're going to have good feelings with dogs. If you have bad experience with dogs, then like you're not going to feel good with dogs. And that's the same for anything in life. And it, literally our life experiences shape our perspective yeah and I mean like we've talked about in previous episodes like your wounds kind of they kind of shape your perspective on life and that's where it's really important to kind of tap into the shadow work aspect because that triggered or wounded part those parts of you that's not your true essence right Mm -hmm. so all shadow work is doing is trying to like it's soul searching right it's bringing back those like exiled parts of yourself back to its divine wholeness yeah it is it's it's doing that deep work of looking at like your own self and your own repetitive patterns Mm -hmm. and saying like why am I doing this why am I having this repetitive pattern why am I having this repetitive experience because the universe is going to continue to test you it's going to continue to give you these experiences until you finally choose to take the other option until you finally decide not to give into it it's going to continue to test you even when you're like okay I made this decision that opportunity may come up again and they're test it's testing you to see if like you're going to be self-aware enough to let go and to yeah like are you going to fall back into those same patterns yeah. or are you going to choose the higher path mm-hmm. that's serving your highest good mm-hmm. and it's okay and if you do fall into the pattern like that is okay too it happens like, because the fact that you mm-hmm. the fact that you are even aware of what's going on is just a huge that's the win that's the win the fact that you were even aware of like oh wow I'm realizing that this was a test and I fell into this pattern yet again. And that that's a, that's a win in itself. Mm-hmm. And don't, you know, dwell on the fact that like, Oh, I fell into it. Oh, I'm so, I'm so stupid. I'm so unworthy. I'm no, like acknowledge the fact that you even were aware that you were doing this because right. most people, one, most people don't. And two, you are in a space where you are actually acknowledging Mm-hmm. your weaknesses and your limiting beliefs whereas before you probably would have just done them yeah just on autopilot yep done them mindlessly yeah and I think I think it's important for us to note that yeah we are speaking about like shadow work and stuff by by no means does that mean that like we're perfect because like shadow work is continuous it's, it's continuous throughout your whole life like mm-hmm. there's never a destination it's all about the journey there yep. and so you know, we fall off the wagon too sometimes, but it's all about like 
recentering yourself and like mm-hmm. coming back to your true essence mm-hmm. and uh, realizing who you really are. Yeah. And like, that's why we're here sharing this information because we've gone through this and we're, we've seen the other side of it and we're continuously going through it. And right. as we continue to have these experiences, we're only gaining wisdom and knowledge and insight. And we are feeling called to share that because we know how it feels to be in the before yeah. of everything. Mm-hmm. And we're constantly going to be going through a death and rebirth cycle mm-hmm. as part of life. There's constant death and rebirth in life. And understanding that is just one part of the process, but yeah. then actually moving forward in it is another and being present and mindful and aware of your situation and what you're going through is part of part of the shadow work and part of just the continuous journey. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's continuous. The shadow work's continuous, but it gets easier. It, it gets better get and better. And and we're just mainly here today to speak on these types of topics because when I was like in the depths of like some of my hardships, mm-hmm. if I would have had this knowledge, I would have been able to navigate that so much easier. Mm-hmm. So like if you get anything out of this, then good. Then what I went through served its purpose yes. because mm-hmm. so I was able to help somebody based off of, you know, what I went through and the wisdom that I got as a result of that. Yeah, 100%. Like just if I can help one person, I will. I will feel accomplished. I will feel grateful that my perspective will help someone because that's another thing. Like when you are in those low spaces, you feel so alone. Like Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to feel completely alone and like, why is this happening to me? Am I the only one going through this? So Mm -hmm. just hearing that other people have these experiences, other people are going through the same thing Mm -hmm. is so refreshing because a lot of times, okay, like especially with social media, everything's so fake. Everything's so great. Like you cannot compare your life to someone's planned content. Yeah. Instagram or any social the media highlights platform of their life really yeah the highlights being here and just listening to what our experience has been and sharing that perspective if I can help one person not feel alone mm-hmm. help one person feel like this is helping them in any way shape or form you know even if us talking about this triggers somebody into like feeling a certain way that that like triggers their spiritual awakening mm-hmm. or their like imagine? shadow work <laughs> I mean I hope that comes of it um Because there's only beauty on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. But seeing the beauty in everything, it's a choice. When I went through my breakup, like I chose to see the beauty in it. I chose. And that is a completely different mindset. And I would be, I would explain that to people and they're like, oh, wow. Like I, I wouldn't think of it that way. Like, you know, you're handling it and I I don't want to brag on myself or anything by any means. No, you should. I have, you did the, like, no, you've come a long way. (laughs) I have like, I've had my low points for sure but I would tell people I'm like yeah you know it just it that served its purpose in my life at that time and then it was just time to go our separate ways and I chose to see the beauty in that I chose to take it as like this is no longer serving me I'm a different person than I was when I first got into the relationship and I need to do my own thing and I I chose to see the beauty and there were so many negatives that I could have fed into so many negatives I could have just sulked in and I was like no why would I do that because there's so much more out there like I took it as like this chapter is closing there's a completely new journey out Mm -hmm. there for me and look at the opportunity that it provided you yes and I do believe that me being grateful for my my past experience for my hardships for my breakup for all of it the universe rewarded me and gave me this beautiful life and these beautiful opportunities since that point like things have continuously like doors have continuously open for me yes there have been lows like there have been things that didn't work out but they didn't work out because they weren't supposed to work out exactly and I feel like that's a a good takeaway Mm -hmm. from all of this that like yeah life you know it's not going to always go your way but at the end of the day it's it was in your best interest whether you see that or not now Mm -hmm. the universe knows yes it's all happening for your greatest and highest good Mm -hmm. I believe and you just have to choose to see that yeah um shadow work is much more than just like affirmations and stuff and that we'll dive more into that in Mm -hmm. future episodes so if you like what you heard today we have so much more to talk about in terms of shadow work this is just um a small little snippet of what you'll what you'll discover with us within the next episode we will be taking a break for a few weeks because i will be doing some traveling and you know we just want to take some time to really kind of regroup reassess and come back even better next time just so we're showing up as our best selves but also I do need some time away because I kind of underestimated like what like obviously I've been on my healing journey for a while now and I underestimated what 
you know, this podcast would bring up in that regard, because like, yeah, going through it is one thing, but talking on talking about it publicly is a whole other layer to it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've been, it's been therapeutic for me to say the least, but you know, um, I'm not trying to burn myself out. So in order to show up for you guys in the best way possible, I do need to take a break for a few weeks and then we'll come back even better than ever. And I think you'll like um, what we have for you next season. And so Bree, do you want to leave us with anything? Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I mean, everything is just aligned beautifully with our journeys. And now we're in this space together and yeah. we're very much like have the same values same alignment and I'm just so so grateful for you for this entire process this yes. journey so thank you yes. so much for having me so grateful for you as well and also I mean you brought up a good point in my head that like as creative people we do need time for rest and so I'm honoring myself in that way by taking a few weeks to myself to kind of regroup in order you know to come back even better than ever and you're right I think our paths crossed at just the perfect time everything was truly divinely aligned and you know I'm excited for the future of this podcast I think we're gonna do great things together can't wait I'm excited So if you like um, what you heard today, if you found anything interesting, if it sparked some new ideas for you, please email us at welcome at the tabutango.com. We would love to hear from you. And also go follow us on social media on Instagram at the tabutango. And Brie, if anyone would like to um, kind of know more about you and kind of keep up with you, where could they best find you? Yeah, you can find me. Um, my personal Instagram is just at Brie Bernard, but I also have my blog page where I just share art, beauty, wisdom, mindfulness, just beautiful things. Um, and that's going to be at Our Art of Being. So O-U-R, Art of Being. And yeah, you can definitely find me there. Find some good stuff on the blogs and also just some good conscious content. Yeah. Okay, and that about wraps up our last episode of season one. So until next time, stay stay weird. weird. That was good.